If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this episode, and make sure to enjoy. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for Anchor sponsoring this podcast. Enjoy. While the iPad Pro 2020 may not be a big upgrade from the 2018 iPad Pro redesign, I still see it as one of the most important tablets of all time. When Steve Jobs introduced the iPad, his ultimate goal was for it to do what a computer and phone can do, but in a better, simpler way. Finally, a decade later, his dreams have come true. At Apple's World Wide Developers Conference in 2019, Craig Federighi, Apple's Senior Vice President of Software Engineering, introduced iPodos. iPodos introduced many features that helped turn the iPad from a big phone to a portable computer. Also, in iPodos 13.4, Apple added native mouse support, really sealing the deal that the iPad can be your computer. But should it? Hardware. The question of should it can only be answered by taking a look at the product itself. The hardware of the iPad Pro is practically perfect. You get a crisp, beautiful 120HD LCD panel. One of the biggest advantages of the iPad over the Mac is it comes with a touchscreen. Having a touchscreen on your computer makes the experience so much more enjoyable. Even though the iPad itself is not actually attached to the keyboard, the amount of wobble you get on the touchscreen is some of the best ever. There is barely any wobble when touching the screen, even with a lot of pressure. It runs at 600 bits and has P3 wide color. The display gets a 10 tenths. The iPad Pro has the A12Z chip. The A12Z has four high-performance cores and four high-efficiency cores. It is based on the 7 nanometers A12 architecture. The A12Z performs so much more than you would ever need on an iPad. In Geekbench 5 it performs much better than most Intel PCs at the $800 price range. In my testings, editing multiple podcasts and videos, it never drops a single frame and renders basically instantly. Even though it only comes with 6GB of RAM, it does great with many apps open at a time, and I rarely need to reload apps when going back into them. Performance is phenomenal, so do not worry about that, and because of this, it gets a 10 tenths. It has a 7MP front-facing camera, although when using it in landscape mode, the camera ends up on the side of the iPad. On the back, you have a standard 12MP wide camera and a 10MP ultra-wide camera. Honestly, no one will ever really use the ultra-wide camera, but having cameras on the back is very useful. You also have a LiDAR scanner on the back, but its use cases are very limited. Unlike the iPhone 12 Pro, the LiDAR sensor is not used to help the camera, only to enhance our experiences. It is more of an additional gimmick than a feature at the moment, but it might provide cool experiences in the future. The camera system on the iPad gets a 9 tenths. The design of the iPad Pro is my favorite ever on a tablet. The bezels are very slim and the design looks really nice and futuristic. The only real downside to the iPad Pro hardware is how easy it is to smudge both the back and front of the tablet, and it is not the most durable device. But after 4 months of using the tablet as my main computer, I have no permanent damages. 
The design gets a 9 tenths and the hardware as a whole gets a 9. 5 tenths. Software. The real limitations of the iPad are in the software. Like we talked about earlier, the iPad Pro runs iPados. While iPados is leaps better than iOS, it still has a long way to go if it wants to compete with the likes of Windows 10 and Mac OS on the professional market. I am actually typing this review right now on my iPad Pro, and that shows exactly what the iPad is good at. Sadly, if you need any professional-grade apps, you will most likely not be able to use an iPad as your computer. On the other hand, if you just need a computer to browse the internet, use Microsoft Office, answer emails, or type reports like this, you should be just fine with the iPad. The App Store has most basic computer apps, like the Microsoft and Google Suite, and there are good alternatives to professional apps not on the iPad, like LumaFusion, the best video editing app on the iPad. Of course, the App Store is mature and has a whole ecosystem of apps built for the iPad. So overall, app support gets an 8 tenths. The web browsing experience on the iPad is really good. The touch screen makes it really easy to interact with web pages, and the mouse works just as well as a regular computer mouse would. The one problem is, while 95% of websites work perfectly fine, you will still find some websites do not work well on the iPad. For example, even though Safari loads you the desktop version of websites, some websites still load the mobile one. This brings me to another problem, Google Chrome is awful on the iPad. It still loads you the mobile website, and the experience is very clunky. So, I would stick to Safari for now. The web experience I would also give a 7. 5 tenths. One of the biggest features introduced in iPados 13 is the redesigned multitasking. You can theoretically have four apps on the screen, but that is not an experience you want to have. There is split screen, where you can split your screen with two apps that support it, the majority of apps that you would want to split screen with. Then there is slide over, which brings a mobile view of the app on top of the app you already have open. Of course, there is also picture-in-picture, picture, but that just works with videos. When just using two apps with split screen, it is a very enjoyable experience. When you add a slide-over app it starts to get sloppy. I would really love to see three apps supported in split screen. The multitasking capabilities also get an 8. Overall, iPados has a long way to go, but I hope for it. iPados 14 didn't bring much in terms of usability as a computer, but I am looking forward to iPados 15 iPados is a completely usable operating system for most people. To know if you are one of them, go to the App Store online, and see if all the apps you need are there. You can try to find alternatives too, there are many great ones. I am confident that the iPad will get better over time, and since this iPad Pro will probably get software support for another 4-6 to six years, you will definitely get to see it grow. Overall, the whole experience gets an 8. Keyboards and Accessories The iPad Pro comes with no physical computer, just the virtual one on the tablet. If you actually want to use the iPad Pro as your real computer, you will need a real keyboard. One of the bigger changes that came with the iPad Pro 2020 is the Magic Keyboard case. It comes with a MacBook-like keyboard, like the Magic Keyboard, not the Butterfly Keyboard, and a trackpad that can be clicked all around. The keyboard feels really good to type with. There is enough travel, and the keys feel very clicky. The trackpad is not like the MacBook Force Touch trackpad, it physically clicks. It is a little small, but it feels so good it makes up for its lack of space. The keyboard case makes the iPad look like it is floating, and it is a really cool design. It is not Bluetooth, all data and power go through the smart connector on the back of the iPad. The keyboard case is not perfect though. First, it is a $300 purchase. Yes, for the price of a regular iPad, you can get a keyboard case. Second, the material smudges really easily, 
which can get really annoying. Third, it is not much of a case, it does not protect the sides at all. The Magic Keyboard case comes with an additional USB-C charging port on the other side, so now you can charge on both sides, to free up the main port for data transfer and accessories. The $300 price tag is steep, but it really does turn your iPad from a tablet into a computer. The Magic Keyboard case gets a 9 tenths. If the $300 price tag of the Magic Keyboard case is too much, there are great alternatives. Logitech has its Logitech Folio Touch, which is probably the best alternative to the Magic Keyboard. It has a trackpad, although it does have the diving board design, it is better than nothing. The keyboard is said to be really good. I cannot give you first-hand experience on the keyboard, but I did consider it while purchasing this iPad. It is also a very protective case, and you can turn the keyboard around to use it in tablet mode or artist mode. It is similar to a Surface Pro case, it has a stand. The stand will get really annoying when using it on a lap, which was one of the deal breakers with me. But here is the real advantage, it is only $160. I am not going to give it a score, because I have not used it, but it seems like a very good cheaper purchase. Then there is Apple's Smart Keyboard Folio, my least favorite of the three. It has no trackpad, the keyboard is supposed to be really bad and loud, and it only has two viewing angles. It also comes in at $20 more than the Logitech, at $180. Just do not get this one, get one of the others. Enough about keyboards, that is just what makes the iPad a computer. What makes the iPad more than a computer? The Apple Pencil. The Apple Pencil is an incredible product that makes possible incredible things. For example, I use my Apple Pencil to take notes while I'm in class, which I will get into later. The Apple Pencil is also great for drawing. With apps like Procreate or Autodesk Sketchbook, you can draw amazing things. It is also just a nice accessory to have while navigating the interface. iPados 14 brought cool things with the pencil, like Scribble. Scribble allows you to write in any text field and it automatically converts it to text. I have horrible handwriting and it recognizes what I am writing most of the time. The Apple Pencil is $130, which is an expensive pencil but just like the Magic Keyboard, it lets you do so much more. So, the Apple Pencil gets a 9. 5 tenths. There are plenty of other iPad accessories, but these were the ones I felt like I had to cover. The iPad has a wide variety of accessories meant for it, but also a wide ecosystem of USB-C accessories. It does not support Thunderbolt 3, and if you are wondering what that is, then that does not matter to you. If you do know what it is, then you know if you need it. Price The iPad Pro starts at $800, for the 11-inch 128GB model. I have only used the 11-inch and I have found it to be a good screen size. If you want the 12.9-inch model, it will cost you $1,000 for the 128GB. 256GB will be an extra $100, 512GB will be an extra $300, and 1TB will be an extra $500. If you know you need a lot of storage that is great, but in my opinion, unless you video edit, 128GB or 256GB are plenty. Keep in mind that if you have a 256GB Windows laptop, storage will fill up much easier than an iPad. You can get cellular, 4G LTE, on all models for an extra $150. The price is definitely not a bargain, but it isn't horrible, considering all that it gives you. I give the value rating a 9 tenths. As a tablet. For the majority of this article, we have talked about the iPad as a laptop replacement, instead of what it actually is, a tablet. Actually, most of the press of this iPad is being reviewed as a laptop, even Apple is advertising it as a computer. Well, to put it simply, the iPad Pro is the best tablet. It is snappy fast, has a nice, big, 
beautiful touchscreen, has the best library of tablet apps, and has an OS that is not a blown-up version of a mobile OS, I am talking to you Google. There is not much to compare it to or criticize it for because Apple has been dominating this market for a while. Using IT in school. I have been using the iPad Pro as my only computer for school, homework, this website, my podcast, life on Neptune, and other stuff for over four months. The iPad Pro is a game changer. I have touched a printer twice in four months, without the iPad I would use one twice a day. I do every worksheet on the iPad using the Notes app and my Apple Pencil. I do not use paper anymore. I take all notes on the iPad. Using the iPad to replace paper is incredible. One pencil can be a pencil of any color, a marker, highlighter, and ruler. You can forget about sharpening pencils, and if you do not want to write in your handwriting, it will convert it to text for you, if you want. I use it for Zooms, Microsoft Office, and everything else you do in school. Like I said earlier, it is a powerhouse. You could give me this iPad with iOS 12 on it and I would take it over a MacBook Air. Occasionally there would be some limitation I would find with the iPad, but I could always work around it. Using it in school gets a 9 tenths, it is just phenomenal. My hopes for the future. Apple owns the future of computing. I believe that with all my heart. The question is whether they will take it. If they take iPad hardware and just add an option to run Mac OS, this would be the perfect computer. Although, I am reviewing this as of now, and none of my hopes are confirmed. But, while we are here, here is what the iPad needs to be perfect. Mac OS more RAM. A cheaper keyboard. Thunderbolt 3. Honestly, the last three are just cherries on the cake. So that leaves the first one, which can be solved with a software update. So, if Apple realizes the potential they hold, the future for the iPad looks really great. If not, it is still one of the best computers for most people. Conclusion The iPad Pro is incredible. The hardware is phenomenal, the Apple Pencil and Magic Keyboard are great accessories, and the software is good right now, and has the potential to be great. I will do a full comparison between this and the M1 MacBook Air, but if you do not need a professional app not available on the iPad, and it is in your budget, the iPad is the best choice for you. So, the iPad gets a 9 tenths, an incredible score.